I hate to do it to you, but the fact of the matter is that if you think that you're plateauing, if you think that you're not progressing, if you think that you're in a place where your body's just not responding to what you're doing anymore, I would caution you from thrusting that blame on your program, right? Thrusting that blame on your nutrition, thrusting that blame on the trainer or the program or the gym or whoever you're working with. And I would put that responsibility back on you first. And here's why. Because I, too, have been in the exact same scenario where I've been like, oh, I'm not progressing. This program must not work. This pe- these people must not know what they're doing. This nutrition isn't working. It's boring. It's this, or that, and the other. And look, we can unpack the, uh, the novelty and the desire uh, for it being fun. That's completely different. Uh, I mean, that's part, of the, that's part of it, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but <laughs> if you are in a place where you think that you're not progressing, there's a higher probability that Uh, You are, in fact, progressing if you were more consistent, but you're probably not consistent enough. Okay, for example, yesterday I was on the phone. um, I was on the phone talking to a a prospect, and we were talking about protein intake, right? Um, We were looking to book a call, and and we were talking about protein intake, and I was breaking down what she was was eating today. I gave her a recommendation, right, to be at 105, right? And she was like, oh, you know, I'm about 15 to 20 off of that. And I was like, okay, cool, like on a daily basis, cool. So she's 15 to 20 off of that a day. Okay. If we're going to do to a hundred, right? That's if we're at twenty grams off of that a day, then that's that's twenty percent, right? Uh, five, yeah. So twenty percent. She's a twenty percent uh, off of where our target is, and she was like, "Oh, and when I'm traveling, right, I uh, I miss about probably another fifteen to thirty thirty grams." And I was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." So you mean to tell me that when you're traveling, you're not even hitting eighty grams, right? You're hitting more like sixty-five. Okay, so then that is a 35 to 40, right? 65 or 60. That's a 35 to 40% drop from where we want her to be. And I was like, okay, prospect, how many times a a month are you traveling? And she was like, oh, I'm traveling like, you know, seven to 10 days minimum. It's like, okay, so for 10 days out of the month minimum, 33% of the month, you're missing your protein goal. And she was like, oh, I didn't think about it like that. And I was like, literally, and you're missing it by a 40% margin. You're missing it by 40%. Do you think that if a third of the time you're not hitting your goals, you're not showing up to the gym, you're not fueling yourself with the right foods, you're not hydrating, you're not sleeping, you're not de-stressing, you're not meditating, you're not putting yourself in the place to put in the daily deposits, If you th- do you really think that... And- of the time that you're not doing it all day, you're only hitting it 66% of the time that you're going to progress. Do you think that that's a problem with the, with the program? I mean, it could be, but it's probably different than what you think it is. Right. Um, and so let's unpack that. Right. So I don't think that you're just plateauing. I don't think that you're just not progressing because your body's adapting. I think you're not working hard enough unfortunately, and, and I know that probably hurts, and that's not something that, uh, that you want to hear, but you're probably not progressing because you're not consistent. It doesn't mean that you have to send it to the moon and do a wild workout today and every 14th day and not work out any other times, but you do need to be more consistent, right? And if you're in a place where you feel like you've plateaued and you're still working out every day and you're still doing what you need to be doing, then I would maybe look at the program. Okay, and so let's break down the, you know, the program, your nutrition, right, your fitness, 
the fitness side, the nutrition, and then the accountability, right? Because those three things are, are all levers that we can pull to, um, to increase our consistency, right? To increase our, uh, to increase our, uh, our likelihood of, of achievement for goals, uh, being more rigid in certain areas and being more flex in other areas can help us there. So let's unpack these. So first the fitness, right? Um, if you were plateauing, a lot of times, like I was saying, it's just because you're not consistent enough. However, let's say you are consistent enough, but let's say you're just doing whatever, right? If you were just walking, that might be a good place to start, but you're going to have to progress, right? After you walk 12, 12 minutes a day for two weeks, and we need to go up to 14, then we need to go up to 16, then we need to go up to 18, then we need to go up to 22. It's a never ending game. It's a, a never stationary goalpost. Right? If we want to get better, if we want to improve our health, if we want to do all those things, we have to put ourselves in a position to be better at all those things. And that requires that we literally continue to push. And so maybe it's that the intensity is not high enough. right? Maybe it's that we don't touch weights. Most of the individuals I talk to that are, that are saying that they, they plateau or they're not progressing or their body has adapted, they don't move weights. And I promise you this, ladies, every lady listening to this, you're not going to get bulky because if you got bulky the minute that you touch weights, and so would Brad, Chad, and Alan that are in the gym all day, every day, but they don't even get bulky and they're in there doing tons of volume, right? Does that mean that you can't get strong? No, it doesn't. You can get strong, but you need a plan. The fitness component of the fitness component, the pillar of the three pillars that, that we teach here literally has to be intentional, right? What's your goal? Are you trying to are you trying to be dummy thick posteriorly? Are you trying to have uh, you know twenty pull ups in a row consecutive, unbroken? Like, what are you trying to do? And then we need to write a plan that that can match that, right? So it could be that the plan just isn't strenuous enough, right? Or it's not actually tracking you towards the goals, or it's a great plan for someone that wants to have um, you know better zone two uh, zone two cardio carryover, right? Low impact steady state cardio that is just trying to uh to keep their heart healthy and their lungs a little bit healthier and they're not trying to do any aggressive exercise cool that could be you and if that's you wonderful maybe add a little backpack with five pounds in it i wouldn't hold anything in your hands or on your ankles it's going to change your gait going to change how you walk but maybe load yourself right you want to get a little bit you want to get a little bit better but you don't want to move some weights or that's intimidating or that stresses you out or whatever cool put on a backpack put on a purse right put on something and load it that will make it more difficult and walk the same amount of time. You'll see a difference there. Okay. So the fitness needs to be tailored to what we're actually trying to do. Right. Um, if I'm like, yo, I want to go to the CrossFit games. I'm not going to have someone, um, or I'm not going to, going to go to somebody that's a bodybuilding Olympian. Why would I do that? That doesn't even make any sense because that person reached the pinnacle of success in a different place in health and wellness. So the plan needs to match your goal, right? So now that we got that out of the way, right? And well, actually, one more thing that it could be, you could just be bored, right? And if you're bored, then the resistance is higher. The resistance is higher to start, right? So like I was saying in, in some previous videos, consistency over everything, daily, excuse me, daily commitment to consistency is the most important thing. Whether you're walking 10 minutes or you're working out for four hours, you're back squatting 14 cycles, right? Like at the end of the day, the consistency is what really matters here. So you got to find a way to make that work for you. Okay. Uh, and so if you're literally bored, you might need a new plan and maybe you can, you know, DIY it with a random PDF on the internet from something that could get you 
manageable results, right? Or maybe you need to get into some group group coaching, right? In person, online, hybrid. Maybe then you also need to get one-on-one coaching. Maybe you need to do a consultation with a gym or a trainer or a, um, a methodology and figure out where you're lacking and, and what you can take and move forward. Maybe you just need to have a little bit more fun, right? Girls, they want to have fun. So maybe you just need to sling some kettlebells at Kettle Club. Maybe you need to do some animal flow or do some Pilates or try something new. Maybe you just need some novelty in your life. You need to get re-energized for your fitness. That requires you showing up, but you got to figure it out, okay? Because, you know, not having enough time and, and just not doing it because you're, you're not motivated is not going to fly for me, not as your coach, period, end of story. It's not going to fly for me because your life depends on it. Your life doesn't depend on you being 7% body fat. Your life does depend on you moving every day. So if it's not novelty, right, and you have a plan that's tracking towards your goals, then it sounds like consistency, okay? And on the nutrition side, same kind of thing. Look, eating, if you want to be, if you want to change your body composition, you want to lower your body fat percentage, eating over the long run in a a deficit is not the most fun thing in the world, right? Eating a shite ton of protein to get yourself to a place where then you're satiated, where you don't eat bullshit in the middle of the night, it's not that fun. Hate to break it to you. You can make it a little bit more fun with meal guides, right? With recipes, with a lot of other stuff, with supplementation, but you can make it fun. You can gamify it. You can get community. You can get accountability. You can have a coach check in with you rigorously. That can be better, but it's not always fun. So if you're struggling on the nutrition side, right? Hey, you're plateauing. Most of that, if you're talking about aesthetics, is coming down to, you know, hey, how much are we eating and how much are we moving? And not how much are we slinging a barbell, but how much are we actually just moving in general, right? What does our movement look like? What does our step count look like? What, what does it look like time spent in the gym, time under the bar, right? But on the nutrition side, um, we need more nutrient-dense foods. Most people in America eat too much nonsense and too little good sense. But, you know, good health doesn't make, doesn't make money, okay? Bad health makes a lot of money. Think about that. And I'm no conspiracy theorist, but think about that. Um, on the nutrition side, though, and for eating nutrient-dense foods, right, our protein is up, okay? Our carbs are intentional for the amount of activity that we're doing, right? And we're not just eating cookies and ice cream and whatever. But if you want to eat a shite ton of rice and quinoa and potatoes, go for it, right? But just understand what you're doing. Just understand that all of it's an energy source, guys, you don't need to restrict food groups because you're afraid that you're going to gain some weight, but you do need to be un- understanding and aware of what these different types of foods, types of compounds, types of um, uh, types of meals will do to you, right? And it's not that like, hey, you eat a carb or you eat a sugar or you eat a Reese's cup and you're going to be huge. No, it's usually the small habits day in, day out um, that when they add up to volume, they're the, they're the things that, that really interrupt everything else okay so keep that in mind that like literally it's not it's not game over i promise (laughs) if you have a reese's cup it's okay but on the nutrition side if we can be more um more intentional with how we eat and what we uptake right and what we take in and what what's going on um then we'll be in a better spot okay so on the nutrition side also you can make that a little fun you can meal prep you can also just say hell no i'm just going to order my meals from icon from eat clean bro from factor from flex meals from whatever like, you don't have to use our partner, but you should make eating a little bit more fun, a little bit more novel. Protein first, balanced meals. 
that'll help you not plateau promise. Um, and then the third thing is accountability, right? The accountability in the community are the things that really keep you consistent across both of those things, right? And it makes it a little bit more fun. If you know that you have friends that you're doing this with, if you know that you have, um, you have people that you're, whoa, shit, you have people that you're out here um, working alongside that you're on the path with that are in the same program as you that are doing similar workouts with you that are um, showing up the same time at the gym with you if you have that kind of community and that kind of accountability because not only is it external accountability but it is also community where like it's it's additive right so everyone is is kind of holding each other holding each other to what we're doing and our numbers are are comparative right and we're able to see when other people showed up and when they when they didn't, right? We're able to see who's been crushing it and who hasn't, right? We're able to see who's missed the gym three times uh, this week and we don't know where they are, right? Can we do a wellness check? Can we check in on on <laughs> what they're doing with their life because we wanna make sure that they get back on track, right? At the end of the day, consistency, right? Plateauing, right? Getting to the place where, oh man, my body is adapted. Like, frankly, I, I don't buy it and I don't buy it especially because I don't have enough information, number one. But number two, uh, we're probably just, we just need to pull one of the levers a little bit more, right? And most people that are inconsistent or plateauing or unable to adhere to the nutrition or the fitness, they just don't have accountability. And you don't have to get an accountability partner through paying a coach thousands of dollars. I'm not saying that that's the only way to do it. That is one way, and that is a very great way because there's an inherent, um, there's an inherent or implicit uh, benefit to them to show up for you more so they can keep coaching you. So in my mind, that's kind of the best way to, to have coaching, right? Pay for it because then they can't skirt it, right? They'll be there. They'll check in on you. <laughs> they'll reach out because they want you to keep paying them for coaching. And so they're going to give you a great result in theory, not everyone. But yeah, that's what I would say for, uh, for consistency on the, um, Hey, I'm plateauing. Hey, I, I don't know. My body's adjusted. Like, Unfortunately, I, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Uh, and it could be true when I could be a, a, a stupid ass 27 year old that doesn't know what they're talking about, that doesn't have any life experience that you should take with a, uh, a grain of salt. But, but if I'm not, if there's any chance that I'm not, just be more consistent. It'll change your life. Okay. Talk to you later. <laughs> Peace.